Hey, it's late at night here at WCRS. And I just wanted to let you know that some of the words and ideas you hear on this program might offend you. The FCC is cool with it as long as I tell you up front. So, as they say, listener discretion is advised. I got news, I got news, good news. 
You're talking about, talking about that union band. I belong to the band, hallelujah. When I get to him, I'm going to sit right down, ask my Lord for my starry crown. I belong to the band, hallelujah. much as you please talk about you down on my knees i belong to the band May the Staples and Wilco there, starting off this edition of the Pat Radio Show. Both May the Staples and Wilco are heating up the main stage this Saturday night at the Nelsonville Music Festival. Uh, in this part of the program, I'm joined by Brian Costco, who is the, um, what's your official title there at uh, Stewart's, Brian? Well, I'm the marketing director here at Stewart's um, and then also at, at the Nelsonville Music Festival. Okay, yeah, we're talking about the Nelsonville Music Festival, which happens now, it seems, at the end of May. The, on the campus of Hawking College uh, outside of Nelsonville there. Brian, why don't you tell us just a little bit about the, the festival in general, maybe a little bit about the history, a little bit about this year, and so on? Sure. Yeah, this year's our ninth year doing this. It started way back as a one-day festival, actually. It, the first three years that we did this, it was a single-day festival. And the first year we did it, back in, I think it was 2005, it was actually here on Nelsonville's Public Square, right outside of where Stewart's Opera House is. And it's kind of a historic old town square, Victorian Square, with art galleries and shops and stuff. And we, they did it right on the street and blocked it off. Dirty Dozen Brass Band was the headliner that year. So it was about six bands, small little one-day festival. And the idea, I think, you know, I wasn't here then, but the, the idea, I think, was to do something that showed what we tried to do in the opera house, but bring it out into the street, bring it out into the public uh, for two reasons, you know, uh, one, just so that, you know, you have the possibility of more people seeing it and becoming involved, you know, it's a better way to do a show or an event in the summer. And then the other thing was to, you know, maybe eventually do something that could be a little bigger than what we could do in the opera house. And so, I mean, we can hold about 460 people in Stewart's or so. There's 395 seats, and then we can do some standing room. So doing bigger shows, you know, you sometimes get uh, caught in the limit of how many people you can actually fit in the opera house. So I think that was kind of the idea at first. The next two years after that, it was still a single-day fest, and it took place right on the banks of the Hockey River behind Rocky Boots here. And then, you know, in 2008, it, there was another festival that had been going on for years that was volunteer-driven that was called the Hawk Hawking Folk Festival that took place also at the same place here, uh, Robbins Crossing, on the campus of Hawking. And and that event so kind of petered out. The people that had been involved with it had just been doing it for a real, a real long time, and they wanted a change themselves. And so we kind of saw it as an opportunity to do what we did in one day just across the whole weekend. And, and here it was, a weekend that people were already used to an event happening at Robbins Crossing. And so we kind of made the decision to move to doing it a full weekend. And even that first year in, in 2008, it was 
Avid Brothers and the Akron family and Justin Towns Earl. It was a smaller, it wasn't quite, you know, your Wilco, Flaming Lips, Willie Nelson sort of stuff. And, and it was great. And I think what we realized was that, well, if you're going to go through the infrastructure of putting on something for one day, was it too much more effort to do it for a full weekend? And so the idea sort of spiraled from there. That first year, you know, we did it as a full weekend. I, I wouldn't claim at all that we knew too much of what we were doing. You know, we, we had done it as a one-day festival, and we had run events here at Stewart's, but you know, it was a learning experience. And then pretty much, you know, right after that, that in 2009 there, we had Willie Nelson um, at the festival. And that sort of exploded as far as the people coming and the notoriety that it received as well. And and from there, we just kept kind of going year to year. And, and it's, you know, pretty much grown one way or another each year, I would say, you know, not always necessarily maybe in terms of who's playing but or the crowd even, but just in the way that we... Um, you know, year to year, kept adding more things and trying to make it a bigger event. And, it, you know, it's kind of turned into its own little beast.
Sharon Van Etten from a record entitled Tramp. The song's called Serpents. Sharon Van Etten is performing 5.30 on the main stage this Saturday at uh, the Nelsonville Music Festival. And before Sharon Van Etten, we heard Cat Power, who is uh, headlining the main stage on Friday. I've got Brian Costco on the line from Stewart's Opera House. In addition to the music, talk a little bit about uh, some of the other features of the festival. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, music obviously is a central activity. You know, there's a couple stages of things going on and, and some unique things there, too, which we can get into later. But there's a whole lot of other stuff happening there. And there, and there's a couple reasons for that, too. I mean, obviously, you know, first off, you know, it's five to 6,000 people that are spending four days in one space, in one area. And so we realized that while everybody's music fans that are there and excited to see the bands, you have to do some other things as well, uh, you know, to mix it up. And then even more importantly than that, you know, we like to showcase why we love being down here in Southeast Ohio, why Athens County is important to us. And so we kind of bring all that different stuff in in a few different ways there's over 40 artisan vendors that are selling their work and, and when i say artisan I mean, we only let in people that that make their products for the most part i think there's a couple exceptions there's an awesome guy that the national uh, boomerang salesman <laughs> things like that there's a few exceptions always but you know you're going to find ceramics and glass and people that work in wood and painting and so it's not somebody that just sets up a flea market booth of, of things that they purchased you know in big lots or anything like that it's it's a real working artisans most most of whom are from ohio as the festival's grown we've gotten a few each year who apply from far-flung places which is pretty cool but they're mostly all from ohio we have a gigantic kids area, which I think is, is pretty unique of a festival um, of this size, at least a music festival. And that's run by the Federal Hawking Art Club, which is a high school down here out in Stewart, Ohio. And they've been doing it for years, along with the help of a lot of other folks. And they have giant murals that the kids or adults can come by and paint all weekend. They do workshops and uh, drama activities. And they do a big parade on Saturday and make giant puppets and, and just all sorts of stuff each year. There's different things going on there. I think this year I've heard talk of, it, of some sort of large Mothman being created. You know, it's all just uh, instruments, these kind of things. And so that's pretty cool. And, you know, we also have, you know, good food. We try not to stay, we try to stay away from the, you know, elephant ear uh, fair kind of variety. So even up Columbus way there, we've got folks like Jenny's and Late Night Slice down here. Um, really good Athens stuff as well, like Donkey Coffee and Obetti's and the pharmacy. And then, you know, so the focus is, is more than just on the music. And, and then even as far as uh, the measures that we take at the festival, we have a huge zero waste program where we actually, you know, try to literally divert as much as we can from the landfill and keep the grounds as clean as we can. So last year, we diverted 72% of our waste at the festival from the landfill between compost and recycling, and we're shooting to go as high as we can this year, maybe even get all the way to almost zero waste. And, And we do that as well by, you know, requiring vendors to use compostable silverware and that we don't allow bottled water sales. We have free filtered water at the festival. So just things like that. We try to have different stuff going on this year. We're hoping to have some more kind of aesthetics on the grounds. That's something we try to improve each year. So, you know, as, as much as we can, you know, the focus is on the music, but we try to have these other things going on as well, whether it's in the kids area or the art, uh, so that, you know, people can kind of get a feel of, of what the, you know, the festival can offer besides just music.
Wheels on Fire and Screaming Females, two bands who are playing on the porch stage. Uh, Wheels on Fire on Saturday, Screaming Females on Friday. Porch stage, that is, at the Nelsonville Music Festival. Uh, my conversation with Brian Costco, Marketing Director of the Nelsonville Music Festival, continues. Is this the second year that you've done a Thursday night? It is. It is. It's the second year we've done a Thursday night, but it's the first year that it's been a full-on part of the festival. Last year, we kind of dipped our toe in the water and, and tested things out, and we did that by making Thursday free to anybody. It was small, though. It was just a couple Ohio bands, actually mostly Athens bands, I think. Even. I think Angela Purley might have played as well, so there was a Columbus act in there. But Ohio acts, and just on that on our porch stage, we didn't do anything on the main stage that day. and We had a great crowd, and you know, I think it was one of those things, like, as you keep thinking about ways to grow it a little bit, after we saw last year that there was a good reception of people wanting to come in on Thursday, we thought we'd give it a shot. And, and who knows, you know, I don't know whether in the end, um, you know, that's something that will keep going. It, it, last year it went great, and we're pretty excited about seeing how it goes this year as part of the full swing. But, you know, I mean, people are coming into camp on Thursday night. Before we did it last year for the first time, the free thing, you know, we would hear from people a lot about, oh, can I come in Thursday night? I'm coming in from really far away, or I'm taking off work. I want to get down there and get set up. And we started to realize that, you know, as this became more of an event, and especially as we were drawing people from further out, too, that something we needed to think about was, you know, letting people in on to camp on Thursday. And then, of course, the next thought is, is well, wait a minute, some of these people might want to see some music or have a beer or get a burger or whatever it might be. And so you kind of go from there. And so this year we decided like, well, let's, let's give it a go. Let's make it a full four days. We were there for four days doing stuff anyway last year. And so um, this year, the Thursday will be full on, you know, part of the festival will be stuff going on on the main stage and the porch stage and the cabin. Art vendors will be there. Food will be there. You know, all that kind of stuff. See, Gogo Bordello is uh, headlining Thursday. Yeah, he's headlining Thursday. They're headlining Thursday night. I think Wild Bell is on Thursday as well. There's some great local stuff on the back porch stage, too. County Pharaohs are playing, which is the Athens band featuring uh, Chris Beaster, um, who was in Appalachian Death Ride years ago, and is kind of a staple down here. And so, um, and there'll be stuff going on in the cabin as well uh, throughout the night. We step together in the river. We trade a fever on turmoil Last time I saw you was in the middle I wonder if you hit the soil Where are you now, my compañera? Your baby claw stuck in my chest Where are you now, my solidera? Who took you from the nest? Where are you now, my compañera? I'm beating breaks from town to town Where are you now? Surrender, I had to tear it off my mind. Then hypothermia took over. And suddenly I went up blind. Where are you now? My compañera, your baby claw stuck in my chest. Where are you now? My son who took you from the nest. Where are you now? My compañera, I'm beating bricks from down to down. Where are you now? Where are you now, my solidarity? 
That's Colexico for Colexico, Jonathan Richmond. And starting off that set, Gogo Bordello. All groups playing at the Nelsonville Music Festival this year. Colexico and Jonathan Richmond on the main stage Saturday. And Gogo Bordello headlining that expanded Thursday night lineup. My conversation with Brian Costco of the Nelsonville Music Festival continues right now. Of course, the, the cabin, the no-fi cabin is always, uh, if I can pop in there once or twice throughout the weekend, that's, that's pretty cool too. We have, in addition to our two stages, the main stage and the porch stage, we do uh, performances in the, let's see, I guess you would describe it as an old schoolhouse cabin in Robbins Crossing, which is a historical village. The rest of the year when it's not our festival, you know, kids come on field trips and things like that. But uh, it's an old schoolhouse cabin that throughout the weekend uh, we have performers play in acoustically, no electronics, no electricity. And so that's always pretty cool, too, to see both local songwriters, but then also, you know, some of the, the smaller national acts as well are in there playing sets throughout the weekend. That's just a cool way to see music, not, cause it's so, not only just because it's so different to see things in that setting, but, you know, even at a festival of five or 6,000 people, you can sneak away and watch someone play with, with 35 or 40 people. Success. They only say good luck and justice, no fortune. 
been guaranteed at the breast And Dave who met you wear a chest It's with your girlfriend in a dress That tired of being a marionette Your morning real with a company chat That's the coup. Getting a little help from Justin Sane from Anti-Flag. Before the coup, we heard Old Light doing a pretty machete. The coup are closing the main stage on Friday at the Nelsonville Music Festival, and you can see Old Light on the porch stage on Friday as well. I've been talking the whole hour long with Brian Costco of the Nelsonville Music Festival, and we're going to continue that conversation right now. And of course, Wilco, you know, I mean, geez, I, I like whenever you're building up to doing something like this and you've got your really big bands, I mean, even just doing the marketing, you're looking at those names and listening to that stuff so much that you're just excited to see all those people in one place watching a really awesome band. Yeah. You mentioned booking. I, I'm curious uh, what the process is. I mean, do you do you get together and come up with a wish list? Uh, are, are touring bands reaching out to you at this point? Is there that, that kind of visibility uh, with the festival? Well, you know, I don't I don't handle the booking myself, but you know, I could speak a little bit to it, I guess. Tim Peacock, who's our executive director here at Stewart's, handles the booking for the festival. And of course, you know, we all have been here for a little while and we all listen to a lot of music here in the office during the day. We're all musicians ourselves and so, you know, everybody's always kind of suggesting things and bringing stuff up or he'll check and see what we think about so-and-so but you know ultimately he's the one that kind of crafts that lineup and i think it's a little bit of everything you know there's certain people i mean i you know i'm sure that he targets and and then yeah as the as the festival's gotten bigger one of the nice things you know has been that visibility um between the work we've done at stewards over the year and you know nine years of the festival it, tim and these two places i think have you know we we establish a pretty good reputation with artists and and for us that's important too you know i mean when i first started working here at stewart's i've been here for just under six years you know one of the things tim told me right away was you know kind of stressing that importance of, of taking care of people when they were here and being real you know giving them their space when need be but not like just doing everything you can to make them comfortable but not be overbearing or you know it just treating people like real people and treating them well and and so I, and I think part of that comes from you know we're in Nelsonville Ohio here this isn't Chicago you know you can't we want to go the extra mile to show why people are playing here and why it's an important place and so I think some of that stuff you know over the years has an effect you know so he has great relationships with certain agents and certain labels and certain people and you know so I think it's a combination you know some a lot of a lot of people at this point more and more each year are hitting us up as well you know we do a sonic biz as well and that seems to just get more and more submissions each year. And then as far as, you know, agents and people like that, it seems like there's more stuff. We show up on more people's radar, which is always good. But yeah, you know, I mean, usually there's always people that you kind of, you know, when you've been doing this for a while, there's always people that you think would be a, a perfect person. And when I mentioned, you know, Prine earlier, I think, I think he's just somebody, you know, our audience here at Stewart's and at the festival, you know, legendary songwriters and people like that are just sort of, you know, the, the perfect fit that crowd but yeah it's a it's a process that involves all those things and thankfully i could say that i have little or nothing to do with it on a few levels i know it's another you know it's a whole another thing to i think be responsible for for figuring out what would make a good music festival and and who would make up that lineup that's pretty that'd be pretty intense for me i think You love me again 
Lee Fields in the Expressions on the Pat Radio Show. Another performer at this year's Nelsonville Music Festival. We're just about winding down. I'm going to let uh, Brian give one more pitch here for the festival. And then we're going to hear some music from Los Hacheros. I guess before we uh, sign off here, is there anything else you want to pitch? Any uh, Anything else we haven't hit yet you want to talk about? Well, uh, you know, I mean, we I think we've covered most things. You know, I just want to, I guess, say in general, remind folks, you know, weekend passes, single-day tickets are available. Um, even if you can only make it down for one day, we got you covered. And those will be available from now through the weekend of the festival. And so even in that last minute, if that weather's gorgeous, which I'm, I'm fairly certain it will be that weekend, uh, you know, even if you decide last minute that you want to come down, you know, we'll have tickets for sale at the gate. You know, I would just tell people that, you know, if you haven't been down here before, it's really it's really a special event. And I know I'm biased in saying, of course, that the guy that comes on to talk about the festival is going to say it's great. But what we often hear from folks is that a lot of people who don't like music festivals, who don't like outdoor events, they love this one. And and I think that that's important to us. You know, we kind of always stress to people that this is a a really intimate event for a a music festival. It's not an unbelievable amount of people where it's so many that you can't see or walk around. It's not you don't have to sit there with the Bonnaroo, you know, play sheet that's got 15 stages and try to figure out which band you like more that you want to go see. You know, we try to space everything out. But, you know, I mean, in, in, and there's all these other great things going on. Like I mentioned, the kids area and the art vendors and the food and the campground. There's camping as well on site that's available uh, in advance or that weekend. You know, it, it's just a, a different kind of, of event. You know, we've heard from a lot of Columbus folks often that it reminded them of how Comfest was when it first started. This sort of idea of, a, you know, it's a community festival, but it's a chance to see some, some pretty serious acts, you know, in a really comfortable setting. I mean, to be able to see people like Wilco or Mavis Staples, Sharon Van Etten, Cap Power, people like that in a field surrounded by hills with, you know, 5,000 people or so is, is a pretty cool thing, I think. And and so, you know, we, I, we've often heard from people that it, when they make it down here for their first time, it's something that they kind of put on their calendar each year, and that's sort of the hope. So, you know, I would just say to anyone out there that, that thinks that they're, you know, uh, might be interested in coming or checking it out, that it's definitely worthwhile, and it's something that I, I think, you know, it would would be a fun thing for a lot of folks and and you can find out full lineup ticket information all sorts of other stuff on nelsonvillefest.org you can call us call me here at the steward's office it's 740-753-1924 and of course we're on facebook and twitter and instagram and all that and i guess pat i should mention too the other thing i didn't really talk about too much um briefly i think we mentioned it but this festival is is an event is a presentation of steward's opera house and Stewart's is a nonprofit uh, historic theater and performing arts center here in Nelsonville, and uh, right right on the square, about a mile away or so from where the festival happens. And we do 75 to 100 events a year here. The festival's our biggest one, but it's just one of the many things we do. So we have tons of live music throughout the year, theater, film, art. Uh, we also do educational programming and bus in kids uh, K through 12 from the surrounding area here, which is pretty important because a lot of them don't have arts or drama or music, uh, especially in the elementary level. Um, we get them in here to see shows. We just did the Children's Theater in Cincinnati a few weeks ago, did Rumpelstiltskin, and I had a bunch of preschool through second graders in here checking it out. And We do free outdoor concerts in the summer. Uh, final Friday, last Friday of every month, we do a concert in our parking lot here in the summer. And So there's always a lot of, a lot of great stuff going on here, too. And, and this festival, I should mention uh, while I'm talking about stewards, you know, one of the things that makes this festival different is, is like I just said, it's run by a nonprofit. This is not Lollapalooza here. You know, whatever money we make at this festival every year goes to Stewart's Opera House. It goes back into the festival. It goes back into our programming throughout the year. And, you know, it's a small staff here of dedicated folks that, speaking definitely for myself, and I I would imagine for my coworkers too, none of us are doing this uh, to get rich or to get notoriety. You know, we're doing this because because we love putting this thing on and we think it's a really important thing, you know, uh, for Athens County and Southeast Ohio to, you know, both for economic development and to get people down here and most importantly just for folks to have a good time. So, you know, when you're buying a ticket to this festival or you're coming to it or you're buying a beer when you're at it or a T-shirt or whatever it is, you're supporting not just this, this amazing event, you're supporting a, a theater and a and performing arts uh, happening in one of the poorest counties in Ohio all year round. So, you know, we feel that that's a pretty pretty good cause as well. Okay, you sold me. 
I'll be there. All right, per- perfect. I was hoping in 25 <laughs> minutes, uh, if nothing else, I've accomplished my, my job for the day. That's where I'm at now. Sometimes you need to go into that, what I think they call it super liminal advertising, where you just describe for 20 minutes exactly everything that's great about what you're doing to people individually. <laughs> that they come. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, thanks for talking with me, and I'm looking forward no to, uh, to, to another trip to Robin's Crossing to uh, hear some great music. Sounds good. Excited to see you in a few weeks. Thank you.